Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Whispers to a Bride. I am your host, Kara Gassabe, resident bride whisperer and life coach. And today we are talking about diamonds and doubt. Now, I definitely have a cold or whatever illness my beautiful children have passed on to me. So please excuse my voice. Makes podcasting a little difficult when you don't feel like your voice sounds normal, but we persevere because we're showing up and I know you guys will have grace with me as I get through this, but I am really excited about this topic because feeling doubt, right? About your relationship when you are newly engaged or even knee deep in wedding planning is a scary place to be. Nobody wants to feel doubt when they've got that diamond ring on. That's just not the time. And our culture doesn't really make room for this. I feel like when you bring up maybe doubts or worries or anxieties that you're having, people really start to panic and they're like, you're either all in or you shouldn't be doing this and and just really sort of make it just that something's really going wrong and that it's a big, huge problem to experience any doubt. And that can obviously make people clam up. We all don't want to make someone else think that there's something wrong or maybe there isn't wrong, right? So then that encourages more of a denial and a hiding out and a not really dealing with the reality that before making a huge life decision, probably one of the biggest that you've made in your life up until this point, that of course there's going to be doubt, that it would be weird that there isn't some doubt. And that's what I want to talk about today is just... I am so passionate about normalizing having some doubt in this time in your life. In fact, I think that is what the engagement period is for, right? It's really wrestling with these feelings. Okay. Is this what I really wanted? Is this what we want together? Is this the path? How does it look? What are we afraid of? Because when you don't give your doubt airtime, when you don't give your doubt space to play out. When you don't listen to it, it's only going to come back harsher or it's going to end up being one of those things where you look back and say, ah, I should have listened to myself, right? I feel like doubt is, it's just here to get our attention, right? And as Oprah would always describe it, it's like, when you ignore it, it will keep coming back. So it starts as like a little whisper, like a little agitation, a little feeling. If you don't listen and you ignore it, it will get bigger. It'll be like a, you know, a pebble that falls on your head. And then if you still, you know, stick with the program and not give it any airtime, it's going to come as like a brick. And then 
it's a brick wall, right? And I really feel like I've heard this story a million times when I talk to women who are getting divorced, you know, 20 years down the line, they're like, I knew, I knew there were whispers, there were doubts, there were these feelings during the engagement, but I just, I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't lead into it. I couldn't even open myself to even think about it because I had just said, yes, the train was out of the station. The wedding was being planned. The money was being spent. Like it was on. There was not room for doubt. They did not let themselves make a space in their own head, in their conversations, in their relationships to let this doubt say what it needed to say. And that is what I really, really want you guys to be able to do is give your doubt space make a space for it and listen to it. I want you to lean into your doubt because all at once, like I said, is your attention. And when you give it your attention, then you can figure out what it is. I feel like in our society, it's like, is this just cold feet or is this a red flag? And maybe I don't really know. And I don't know how to discern between the two. And so I really don't want it to be like a really big, scary red flag. And so in order to not have it be that, I'm just going to ignore it altogether. And then I'm telling you, the avoiding does not help. It will not help you. What if it is just like a small thing that needs to be dealt with? Then you don't even get to deal with it because you're avoiding what might be the big scary monster of the red flag, which guess what? It's only going to come back around in one year, in 10 years, in 20. And when it comes back around, it's usually a little more complicated to deal with, right? Just like any sort of illness or problem in our life, it doesn't tend to get better by ignoring it. If we give it attention early and often, we can better mitigate, plan for, and deal with it. And so that's the thing. I want to normalize doubt in this chapter of your life. I want to encourage you to really examine any doubt that is coming up when you are engaged or even when you're newly married. I really feel like this is the time to figure it out because there's sort of three tears or areas that I think your doubt is calling you to. One is just to yourself, right? Your doubt just wants airtime in your own head. So at least be willing to say, okay, I'm having this nagging, gnawing feeling. Let me really sit down. Let me get quiet. Let me call a therapist or a friend or somebody and figure out like, what is this itch, right? What is this whisper? What's going on? Why am I feeling this anxiety and this like little bit of dread or a little bit of worry or anxiety or however the doubt is showing up for you and just getting really still and quiet and being willing to hear what your life is trying to say to you, right? What is that bigger protective part trying to say? Because that's what is at the core of these doubts. It's just your protective brain and your protective spirit, just trying to keep you safe. And a lot of times we can then realize, okay, all of these doubts are based on my previous relationships or my parents' relationship and not wanting to repeat some of those patterns or do things differently, or just what we see in the media about like their half marriages end in divorce. So of course I'm going to have some doubt if I'm a healthy thinking person. So I really want you to just give yourself the time the quiet to figure out, okay, what does want to come through? What is going on with me? Sometimes it's just catching up with yourself and having, like I said, clicking in like, oh, this is really about something else, other relationships, 
or about just my own catching up with myself emotionally. I've been single for this long. I never thought I'd get married. I didn't think I'd get married again, or I didn't think I'd marry this kind of person, or I didn't think it would look like this, right? Some of it's just catching up with yourself because the reality of your situation just looks and feels really different than you had imagined. And sometimes just getting in sync and getting in alignment with like, okay, what's just a past old expectation and idea in my mind? What's the reality of the situation? When I get everything lined up, okay, does the doubt go away? And do I feel really good? If it feels like it's persisting, it's probably something that is requiring you to have a conversation with your partner, right? A lot of these doubts are just like, uh, there are things that are not being said in our relationship that need to be said. And I will get a lot more safety and I will feel a lot calmer. And my doubt will not be screaming at me if I talk about these things with my partner. And again, a lot of us want to avoid these kind of conversations because we don't want to like make a problem where there isn't one or draw attention to a problem. That's like maybe never really going to become a problem. I'm telling you, your relationship deserves these doubts to be brought to it, right? Because that's the only way we can deal with it inside the relationship is like, Hey, look, I don't know if this is founded or grounded in anything real, but this is just a fear. This is a doubt that I'm having. This is making me feel uneasy about our relationship. And I just want to share it with you because that is a whole idea of a really emotionally mature, healthy partnership between two people is that you'd want to know, right? What are your doubts? And so many times we can really, really calm those fears with our partner because we can be like, oh, okay, you're worried about this. Ah, okay, great. I can hold that for you. I can handle that. I can help shed more light, give more clarity, give more information. Like they can do so much to meet you in your doubt and help you feel better, help you understand what, you know, is normal, healthy doubt and what's based on something completely outside of the relationship and just really support you through that. So I want you to think about bringing your doubts to a conversation with your fiance. I think this can be one of those really pivotal, beautiful conversations that should absolutely be part of the premarital experience. And this, again, our culture is not telling us to do it, but this is the missing link. So if you're tired of talking about band or DJ, you know, lavender or blush, talk about like, what are your doubts? What are you afraid of in this relationship? What are you worried about? That's the kind of conversation that's going to be getting you back on the same page, getting you psyched to be with each other and build something together where you can bring your scariest, darkest emotions and worries and handle them together as a couple, a united front and really get that support. It can be just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then finally, there is the doubt that kind of doubt, the level of doubt that is here to protect you. But the way in which it's going to do it is to do what feels like the worst thing for someone who is engaged in planning a wedding. And that is calling the wedding off. And if you have read my book and if you have listened to other podcasts, you know, I am also here to completely validate and normalize that worst case scenario of calling off a wedding. Because I just really think that that is what this time is for that engagement time. It's like, yes, let's make this decision. And then before we formalize it and go the whole way, we have this nice waiting room, this grace period of this, okay, are we really sure? Does it feel the way we wanted it to feel? Is it going the way we wanted it to feel? Because so many times in a dating relationship, there comes that fork in the road where it's like, 
are we breaking up? Are we getting married? And sometimes it takes that engagement to then you'll get a ton of clarity after it. And some of it's not the clarity that you wanted, but it's the clarity that you needed and it's the clarity that you deserve and that your partner deserves. And so again, I am here to say a broken engagement is not the worst thing. It really is not. Ask people who are divorced, which one they would have rather had, right? Not that anything is wrong. Not that any of the timing, everyone has their own divine timing. Some people absolutely needed it to be a divorce 10 years later. And, but I'm sure they would all encourage you that like, if you have the insight now, if you're having doubt big enough now that it's nagging at you, that it's calling you, that it's pushing you to push pause or to push stop that you should feel brave enough and worthy enough to do that. Even when all of the cultural messaging is telling you, no, 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 no. You got to have the wedding. You've already planned it. You bought the dress. You've got the caterer, right? The florist is ready. Like everything is right. The river is running. The horse is out of the barn. Like it's all happening, but you are still allowed to change your mind. And I am just like, Really, people just never understand when I'm like, what? I'm like, yes, because at the end of the day, like that is honoring a wedding and honoring the bridal experience by being really, really truthful and honest, because I really do think that the most loving thing is to tell the truth, especially in our intimate, closest relationships. So those are sort of like the three levels. I feel like that doubt is encouraging us to deal with sometimes just getting still within ourselves and to get in alignment with what this moment really is about. Then it's also having a conversation with our partner and bringing those doubts to the table to really work on some of those areas of our relationship that still might be in the shadows or might need a little extra attention. And then three, maybe it is really telling you that this is not the right thing and this is not the right path and that you need to push pause on this whole wedding planning journey. And all of those are valid. All of those are okay and you get to do what you need to do to stay in integrity and in the truth and in control of your own life and not swept up by some, you know, Pinterest page or just narrative that like, once you say yes and put on that diamond that you can't get out. Yes, you can. You always can. Don't believe otherwise. And so the takeaway message for today is really give yourself time to deal with your doubt. You deserve it. And that is what this time is for. This is a liminal period. You are not married yet. You are not single anymore. You are right in the middle and you get to really examine and come face to face and give your doubts some airtime and deal with them and investigate them and lean into them. This is the time. I know it feels like it's just about wedding planning, but it's also about this deeper emotional work that you deserve and that will just serve you so well. The more you can flex this muscle and build this muscle of like listening to those inner whispers and that guidance and those little nags, the quicker you are to like pay attention and listen, your whole life just gets much easier. So deal with your doubt. That is your mission after listening to this podcast. And if you need help with that, I am your girl. You can schedule a bridal session with me. That is a one-on-one hour where we deep dive. You can say all the things that you're afraid to say to anyone else. And I can help you figure out like what's really trying to come through, right? It's creating that space for you to hear yourself talk. There's something so different when you get out of your own head and you put it outside and hear it in your own voice. And so I'm really encouraging you sign up. 
if you are at all interested, it's super, super affordable. My calendar is open and I just really encourage you to give yourself this one hour to deal with your doubts and any other kind of drama or demons that are haunting your wedding experience. I'm sorry. It is Halloween day when I'm recording this. and That's why I'm having all these metaphors in my mind. But other than that, I want to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Kara Gassabay. I'm on TikTok, bridal coach, and I am here for you. So until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.